1: Hi, welcome back to Barbells and Bikinis. I'm your host Amelia Sky, and I'm here with my manager and good friend, and also NPC athlete Danny.
2: Oh, hello, that's me. Hi, I'm Danny. Um, I'm all of those things that Amelia just said. Um, welcome back, guys. I hope you're all doing great. Um, Amelia and I, uh, you know, we chat quite a bit about yes. competing because <laughs> if you don't know. <laughs> Amelia competes in the WBFF, which is um, – what does it stand for? Women's Beauty, Fashion, and Fitness, I think. Close. Okay. World Uh-oh. Beauty, Fitness, and Fashion Uh-oh. because it is all over
1: the world. Guys, I
2: really uh, – was Amelia goes close. I was not at all close. Um, but so that is like one bodybuilding federation. And then I compete in the National Physique Committee Federation, which is another bodybuilding federation. Basically, it's just different federations for different
1: styles of bodybuilding shows. Absolutely um, yes, which is kind of cool because it they're all a little different in, right. in their own ways so <laughs> but so yeah so
2: that's what I do and then I also manage fitness influencers like me like Amelia so that's how we know each other um but yeah so Amelia asked me if I would come on today yeah I, I like, wanted to, yeah. I
1: wanted to chat with Danny a little bit because um she's prepping herself for her show coming up in a few weeks and yeah. we thought it would be a fun topic to come on and talk about. What it's like being in a caloric deficit and yes. just kind of how the body reacts, um, when you should go in a caloric deficit and things like that.
2: Yeah, yeah for sure. So basically, um, if you don't know, now you know. i um, just kidding. That doesn't help at all. But if you don't know, um, Amelia is also, I'm prepping for a show, which means like basically we're dining down for a competition to get on stage um, where all the, the jacked and shredded people compete against each other. Yeah. Um, and then Amelia is doing the same thing. So to get ready for these shows, like obviously you have to have a decent muscle base, but then you also have to sort of cut down or diet down for the actual show to get on stage. Uh, So that's what we're both doing. So we were like, let's talk about cutting and when it's appropriate to cut, aka diet. And what it feels like to be on a cut
1: since that's what both of us are are doing. Exactly.
2: And I think it's interesting too, because like you'll hear a lot of competitors talk about dieting and cutting, but at the same time, like, if you're someone out in the world and you just want to, like, lose a couple pounds and do a lifestyle cut, this is also an appropriate conversation for you to listen to,
1: I would yeah, say. Yeah, but um, the the type of cut that mm-hmm. Danny and I are on right now is not for those lifestyle people out there. Right. Um, this this is a competition cut, so it's very much so different than just trying to lose weight. Yes, we are essentially losing weight, but this is not a – essentially like a healthy way yeah this is not for the
2: faint of heart Uh, but basically I guess the primary difference between cutting for a competition and like a show and just cutting for life like if you want to do a diet for summer is that a diet for summer let's say like if you're just doing a lifestyle cut is what we'll call it your goal is to lose a couple pounds tighten up look a little bit better in a bathing suit probably something Mm -hmm. like that whereas for us it's like we need to get to Frankly, dangerously low levels of like, body fat. Like, what do you step on stage at? Um, do you know, like weight wise, or like like body fat percentage? I don't know. I've only got my body fat percentage tested once because um I don't want to say I don't care, but like to me, it's <laughs> like it's like either I look like I'm good enough to get on stage or I don't. And like you start to notice little things, right? So like yeah, like your your leg cuts, like mean like little lines in your legs and like glute.
1: Oh yeah, yeah every lines, day you yeah. wake up. Like this morning, I woke up and I actually checked in with my coach. I am working with Paul Riviella. I I always butcher his last name. I say Revella, but I don't know if that's right. He's going to listen to this He's going to be like, oh my gosh. Um, But he and his company, Team Pro Physique, um, he's amazing. Mm. And I checked in with him this morning and I just noticed like my abs completely popping this morning, whereas yesterday they They weren't, but I think I woke up a little bit drier. I didn't have anything in my stomach and it was just, it was cool. I was like, dang. But like, yeah, I mean, basically that's both of our, our
2: goals right now is to lose body fat and maintain as much muscle mass as possible so that we get, when we get on stage, we have that like traditional sort of like jacked look. I don't know what else. Chiseled look, yes. you know, Chiseled where physique. you could yeah have
1: those like washboard abs right. and you can just wash some clothes exactly. on those abs.
2: <laughs> but that's the other thing is like, if you're just cutting for a lifestyle or you're just trying to diet for summer, it's not necessarily crucial that you have like a shredded six pack right. or like super defined built out glutes. Whereas like when you're getting on stage, those are things that the judges are looking for.
1: Right. Like I have, um, a couple of my online clients right now wanting to tone up for summer. And so I technically have them in a caloric deficit. Yes. But they're still eating a good health, healthy amount of food, you know, to right. to feel full and to still be like active all the time, whereas like the deficit that Danny and I are in right now is so extreme yeah. that we both actually have a, a cup of coffee with us right, right now. now. Because we will feel like trash. Um <laughs> <laughs>
2: but so okay, so just to kind of break it down for anyone who doesn't know, like let's say you are you're a regular person and you're like, you know what? I am probably a good 10, 15 pounds overweight. I want to get on stage for a competition. And you're like, oh, like, what would you like? How do you tell someone like that? Sort of what does the process look like? I'm just curious to hear your opinion, too. From like the second that someone says to you, I want to get on stage, who's just kind of like an average person with like a a pretty standard physique.
1: Right. To going to like getting competition ready. Um, The first thing I would tell them is that your mind has to be mentally prepared for what's to come. Um, If you don't love yourself on a competition as well as off a competition season um you're you know it's not for you you have to be able to love yourself in all states of whatever your body looks like because Mm -hmm. i know um it's really hard like mentally going from you know eight to ten percent body fat to stepping off stage and gaining weight back it's just like you know you know what it's like you've done it before. well i think it's hard like even before you start to compete And before you
2: even think about like the technicalities of a cut, like what's what am which we'll get into, but like what are my calories going to be at? What is my cardio going to be at? You have to be in a good spot mentally, where like you're not exhibiting binge eating behaviors. You don't have a severe eating disorder history. You're not having anxiety about your the way that you look. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. You have to look in the mirror and completely just love yourself, and you know. And I think the reason that you know Amelia says
2: that, and I agree with that, is that. Issues that you have before you start a diet are exacerbated once you are dieting. Like, for example, if you exhibit binge eating behaviors prior to starting a cut or getting into a caloric deficit, those binge eating behaviors will be significantly amplified. Because, okay, now, instead of just, oh, I overeat once a week and it doesn't matter, it's like, oh, I overeat or I binge, quote unquote, and I mean that in like the literal sense, not yeah. I, the girls are like, "Oh, I binge. I had three cookies." Like if you have uncontrollable binge eating, like every like once a month, let's say, right? Once you get into a deficit, that's not going to get better. That's going to get worse. So like you can't start a cut or a diet to resolve ongoing issues like a cut or a diet is something that you start when you're like I want to make adjustments to my physique and I'm in a mentally good place to do that exactly I love how you said that thank you
1: (laughs) I think um I think about this a lot if you can't tell yeah yeah no and and girls I mean girls and guys like it's common to um like get eating disorders like post-competition right it's one of those things where you almost just have to be so mentally stable that you you aren't going to go that route. Cause stepping off stage was, gosh, I remember when I stepped off stage, it was like the hardest thing for me to just come to the understanding that, okay, I am not going to be this physique for a while. Like I'm going to gain some weight, but it's healthy weight you're gaining. And you're also gaining muscle. Like I spent almost, it'll be two years in the fall since I've competed. And I've put on so much freaking muscle yeah and I've enjoyed the process along the way and it's just been a journey so I yeah but to, anyways to go back to that initial question that you and I got off because all we do is <sighs> ramble
2: um so if so if that's the first thing right if someone wants to start you know prepping quote-unquote for a competition for sure, yeah
1: first thing you would do is see where they're at mentally yeah I would just basically say like how's your mindset hmm You know, and then I would ask them, why? What's your purpose in competing? Why do you want to compete? Right. And then what do you do, like, for someone who just
2: looks, I I keep saying average, and I'm not saying average in a bad way, but just, like, a standard physique where, like, most people have a little bit of body fat that's a little bit extra. They don't have a ton of muscle mass.
1: You're not going to throw that person into a competition. No, I would definitely tell them that I would highly recommend them to go through an off season and basically an off season, meaning you're you're taking in calories to grow, to build muscle cuz you're going to have to hold a little bit of body fat to put on muscle. So if that's what I would recommend to someone, now if they absolutely wanted to step on stage without going through an off season and I felt like they were ready, I'd maybe say yeah, do it just so you can experience it cuz I personally didn't have an off season when I first competed. Mm-hmm. But I have super good genetics, thanks, Dad, <laughs> for my genetics. <laughs> yeah. So, and I mean, I was an athlete growing up. Like, I was a gymnast and stuff like that. Was so you had some active. muscle, so, so your I definitely body. had like the quote unquote gymnast body they call it. You know, right. like the, um, yeah, I was I was really strong. So, yeah, I was tiny when I competed. I didn't have a whole lot of muscle, but I was really shredded. Mm-hmm. So it was it was so crazy. And now that I did have an off season, I'm so excited to. See what I look like on stage this summer when I compete.
2: Yeah. And I think that's a huge thing too is like if you're looking to diet for a show, you have to be in a good place with like muscle density. But then again, the other side of that is like I'm the same way. I didn't take an off season before my first show because I've been lifting for a couple of years my training was not optimized at all. So if I like, I look back at my old workouts, and I'm like, Oh, God, like my squat PR was like 85 pounds. <laughs> it's, it's literally 185 pounds now. So I'm like, all right, uh, clearly, but it's not even because I was like, so weak. It's that I had no idea how to optimize my training. Yeah. And so it's things like that. But I mean, look, like, you know, I had a decent amount of muscle, I dieted for a show, I got on stage, it was a good experience. And that was what motivated me. I was like, Okay, I want to, look better next time I get on stage. So that was what motivated me to take the off season. And by off season, I mean slowly adding in calories so that you can build muscle. Yeah. So that to me is like, a no- Like I personally would say anyone who wants to get on stage should take an off season first and focus. Because that's when you have like a deadline of, okay, in six months, I will look, I will have enough muscle on me or in a year, I will have enough muscle on me to diet down and compete. It yeah. gives you an end date. It gives you a purpose when you're stepping into the gym. Right. So it's like to me, having that timeline is extremely helpful. And you know, you focus on getting enough food and actually building muscle. But like, I don't know. I think to just take someone off the street and be like diet for a show, like they're that's not, tough. Right. And that's so tough. Exactly because they're not going to look stage ready. They're just going to look like a like basically if you have and not to rant, but if you have body fat on you and you have a little bit of muscle. When you strip away the body fat, you're kind of just going to look like a smaller version of what you look like right now.
1: Yeah. Because you
2: don't have the muscle density and the muscle mass to like reveal when you strip off body fat. Exactly. Whereas if you put on a lot of muscle mass and you have body fat over that, when you take away that body fat, you're going to look vastly different. Right. So I think that's kind of the, the, the spot when you know that you're ready to diet for a show is do you have the muscle?
1: So for those of you that have been following my Instagram journey for a while now, you've seen me posting a lot about my lower body and how I train legs. And I, I just, I love my leg days. That's because when I competed, I literally had these tiny little chicken legs because (laughs) I just didn't have leg muscle. So I had the upper body on stage, like really good upper body, but my lower body needed a lot of work. And so that's why I decided to take such a long off season because I knew that when I wanted to step back on stage, I wanted to have really good size muscular legs. And now, I mean, I'm not going to say I have perfect legs, but like I have some decent legs on me now, (laughs) you know, to the point where I feel comfortable and ready. To step on stage and know that, okay, like my legs are gonna are gonna look good this time around. (laughs) Unlike last time when they were like little toothpicks. They're little baby legs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I'm excited to see what I what I look like now. And I
2: think that's when we talk about competing. Like that's the difference between cutting for a show and cutting for lifestyle. Like if you today, right now, let's say you are, you know, female and you're five feet and you're sitting around like 125 pounds, right? Like and and you're just kind of like the standard American physique, like not a lot of muscle, a little extra body fat. And again, I'm not saying if you're at this height and weight, you're overweight, but just as an example. Right. That is kind of on like the slightly heavier end. Yeah. For that height. Um, And so let's say, okay, you're 125 pounds, you're five feet, and you want to diet down. Realistically, assuming your food is in a decent spot, let's say you're eating anywhere from like 15 to 1600 calories a day, because again, that's five feet, we're shorties over here. Um <laughs> Like, all you would need to do, realistically, is slowly taper down your calories for anywhere from, like, 8 to 12 weeks, and you'll see results. You're not going to look, you know, completely bone-dry, shredded, crazy physique, but if you start resistance training of some sort and taper down your calories over a controlled period of time, yeah, you'll see results. Results, though, are not what we necessarily do, which is, like, get as lean as humanly possible, shred off literally get to like 12% body fat while maintaining as much, as much muscle as possible. So a lifestyle cut, that's kind of the biggest difference is like, you don't have to end a lifestyle cut looking a very specific way. Exactly. You know,
1: lifestyle cuts is just to teach you like what your body is capable of doing because some people just don't know how to put themselves in a cut, Right. you know, and they don't know like the difference and you know, when we say cut, that's when like what's the definition of cut? Yeah, a
2: cut basically a cut is like so. Let's say your maintenance calories, meaning like okay, let's say I weigh 150 pounds, right? And I eat 2,000 calories a day, and I still weigh 150 pounds after a month. Those are my maintenance calories. That's what I can maintain my physique on. A bulk or you know a surplus is basically you're adding in. 200, 300, 400, 500 calories a day, and your weight is slowly increasing.
1: And that's what we go through right. for off seasons to grow. Exactly. But of course, the goal
2: with that is that you're putting on muscle and not, I mean, and not ob- fat. Right. <laughs> and obviously, you are going to put on some body fat. But like the idea is like your body needs a certain number of calories to function and maintain its weight. So you can't necessarily build the optimal amount of muscle on those calories. Like Let's say 2,000 is your maintenance. You can't necessarily pack on muscle at 2,000 calories because... Your body is using it for, oh, I don't know, like brain function <laughs> and like other important bodily right, functions. Right, and like, right, You know, like converting, you know, glucosic glycogen, like things like that. Like it's, it's using those calories for other purposes. So when you slightly increase – and here's another thing. Sorry to sidebar, but <laughs> a lot of coaches will have like smaller women go into like 500 calorie surpluses like pretty quickly after a show. And that's when you see girls gain like 30, 40 pounds. Like, that's a lot coming out of a show, like yeah. immediately, because it's like they are their surplus is too high. But anyways, that's a whole other episode. Um, yeah. How to do a bowl. We'll but get to that. <laughs> to focus on the cutting side of things, a cut in every sense of the word is like you're cutting body fat by going into a caloric deficit. Meaning that if you maintain on two thousand calories, okay, so the first week you eat nineteen hundred, and then you eat eighteen hundred, and then you eat seventeen hundred. And you keep dropping those calories and or increasing cardio until you're at a body fat percentage that right. you're happy
1: with. Right. Because you're going to be burning more calories in the day than you are consuming in a sense. Right.
2: Exactly. So you're creating a deficit.
1: Yeah. So that's how you go through the cutting phase. So like Danny and I are like mentioned earlier, we're on these competition cuts. So they're pretty extreme and they're not for just anybody. You right. you, you have to you have to really know who you are and really be there mentally to go through with it because we have like really hard days. Like some days you wake up and most days, I mean, (laughs) yeah, like it is, it is so hard, but if you don't love it, like, you know, you can't do it. Right. Well, and also like Amelia is at,
2: you're six weeks out from yeah i'm about six i'm sure this episode will get released way later but but basically as of this moment amelia is like six weeks out from the show that she might do yeah i'm around five weeks out from the show that i might do again like show dates kind of vary and things happen so theoretically that's kind of where we're at um assuming that we do the two shows that we've been discussing so we're, we're both around like a little like a month and a bit out right 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 so the thing with that is like The leaner you get, right? So the more body fat you lose, and the longer you've been in a deficit, the harder it becomes to actually drop body fat Mm -hmm. because your body is fighting you, right? Like your body is not down to be at like twelve percent body fat. Your body's not like you know what would be great is barely having enough body fat to
1: actually be alive. That would be freaking awesome. Like your body's not. We're not. We're not like it's right. It's like my actually my my Instagram post that I'm going to be posting today. Um, my caption, I I mentioned about how the human body is almost like a work of art because it is. And if you really chisel away at it, like you create this masterpiece and it's just, you know, like this sport is not for every single person on this earth, but for someone like Danny and I, who are so passionate about bodybuilding, like, we wake up every day and we see the little differences. Right. In and you're music. like so excited. About and I'm it. like, oh, look at that like ab vein popping through. or right. Like, you know. I walked like, into Amelia's apartment this morning and she
2: was like, look at your abs. And I literally was like, okay, I can go home. Like, I'm happy now. Yeah. Like, that's all I needed to hear today. But, yeah. But realistically, that's my point is like, that's what gets you excited about it is seeing those little changes. But like, you go to bed at night and you're. I I don't want to swear on your podcast. You're, you're freaking (laughs) hungry. Um, you know, because it's like, you're in this steep caloric deficit. And especially at the point that we're at now, you know, five, six weeks out, you have to drop your food pretty low for most, most people. Obviously there are genetic anomalies where they lose body fat on high calories. And I am going to swear now, absolutely. Fuck those people. Um, but, 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 um, for us, like, you know, we, we both have I don't want to say similar body types. But we have. I, it seems from what we've discussed, our bodies do respond fairly similarly yeah, to diets. Absolutely. So you and I have to get fairly low on you know calorically in order to see changes. So at this point in time, our food is pretty low. Our cardio is pretty high. Right. And you're hungry. And so the thing that gets you through to the next day is like, okay, I'm going to look different tomorrow. Yeah. I'm going to wake up tomorrow those and I'm gonna look little different. Changes yeah.
1: Changes that you see. So yeah, which
2: I think is just as applicable to a lifestyle cut, right? Like. Even if you're not cutting for a competition, it's, you still have to get, you know, fairly low sometimes, calorically, right, right, maybe right. not crazy low, but it's all perspective. So for that person, that feels like not a lot of food. So you're cutting for this goal. And like the thing that has to motivate you is, okay, I'm going to wake up tomorrow. I'm going to look a little different. Yeah. And I'm going to
1: be, I'm going to be losing weight. And that's, that's the goal in the end. Right. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break, but we will continue this topic and we'll be right back. All right, we are back with barbells and bikinis. I am your host Amelia, and I'm here with my manager and NPC athlete and friend Danny. Wow, I get all the titles, all the friend, above. manager,
2: competitor. Like Danny's amazing. Thanks, I so, know. No, just kidding. Can we imagine there... if I just came on here and I was like, "I'm the greatest." Welcome. You you know who you're the greatest. I, you are true. the greatest. Uh, I, you all can't see it, but I'm hair flipping. Um, <laughs> also, I just got back from a trip to. This is not relevant, but I just got back from a trip to Virginia. And for some reason I didn't realize Virginia is like not It, like kind of is the South. And like now that I'm back, I'm keep I keep saying y'all. Oh my god. And it's 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 so bad. Like I don't know. <gasps> Do they say that in Virginia? Yeah. Well, I was with these two girls. They're so sweet. Um, one of them is from South Carolina and the other one's from Minnesota. So Minnesota's obviously like not the south, but South Oh yeah, you're from I'm from Minneapolis. Sorry, oh. I was, like,
1: sipping coffee as right, you saw so that. Um, that
2: girl's from Minneapolis, too, I think. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, she's super sweet. But the other girl is from South Carolina, and she's, like, so she's adorable and, like, so Southern. These are these two girls that I stayed with. And she said y'all, and then I, like, repeatedly, and then I realized, I got back, and I was like, I said y'all on the phone with my mom. My mom was like, you're from Los Angeles, California. Oh my god! Like, can you
1: please not? My best friend is from Atlanta, Georgia, and she's got the cutest little southern accent. Oh and gosh. I she says y'all all the time, so I say it. I don't. I definitely do say it. I'm guilty of it, and I feel weird for saying it, but I but do. It's,
2: cause you're, it's fake. You're not even from. I know. Yeah,
1: so basically you're full of crap. So anyway, let's,
2: let's get back to the topic. <laughs> anyways, what's up you guys? Uh, so, so hi. I welcome hope you back. all enjoyed
1: that um interlude about southern accents. But um okay, so Danny and I we wanted to discuss a little bit about our own personal um diets right now and what they're like because I get a lot of people asking me what what I eat you know I train people in person and online and literally all of them are like what's your diet like what do you eat I want to know and I you know so we I figured we would just both kind of go through and and say yeah um friendly
2: disclaimer that I feel like I have to add um is just that like our diets will not work for you. Yeah. Like they're I,
1: customized to us, right. to our body. And I'm not just saying
2: like, cause I feel like on Instagram girls are like, my diet isn't your diet. Like we're all different. Um, <laughs> sorry. Is that like bad that that's my like Instagram voice? Um, but like, I feel like everybody's very like says that all the time and you're like, yeah, yeah. Like shut up. But like realistically, I'm not saying it because like, don't copy my diet because it's, bad for you like I'm literally just saying like my calories and cardio are like they only work for me right you will do them and you might gain weight on it you might lose weight on it you might feel like you're gonna die like so don't go
1: trying our diets right right now um we don't want that to happen we are not telling you that that's what you need to do we just want to share our personal journeys because both of us are competing this summer so um we are in shredding baby. hard deficits right now
2: well and also I just feel like it's interesting to hear because for me I'm more like like I'll listen to podcasts like from other competitors and stuff um and I just like to hear about what other people are doing not to go copy it but because I just think it's interesting yeah I, so, I agree yeah. so
1: so here you go um you want to start or do you want me to start you can start. Okay, cool. <laughs> so um, as I stated earlier, I am working with Paul. He is based out of Florida and his company is Team Pro Physique. And I hired Paul because I don't know enough about um, nutrition to be able to, you know, go through a competition cut on my own. Um, there's a lot of science behind it. And Paul gets really involved in the scientific facts behind it all, which I love. So, my diet right now, I'm at about 1,400 calories. I eat 160 grams of protein, 45 grams of fat, and 110 grams of carbs in a day, so that all Ooh. Yeah, I know. so for those that don't know, there's nine grams of or what is it nine? Yeah, so if fat is nine calories per gram, per gram.
2: And then carbs and protein are both four, four. calories per there gram. There we go. So, like, if you do the math, that's why those grams of carbs, fat, and protein equal 1,400 calories. Yes. Math. Yes. Science. We
1: love it. So let's, uh, I, I want to run you guys through my diet. So. Wait, sorry. Can I quickly say, so what did you start out oh, at? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I started, gosh, when I started with Paul, he had me at, I think, about 1,600 calories. Cal- 60, I think it was, like, sixteen or 1,800, somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, I know that's kind of a big gap, but... Yeah then we, we quickly were dropping it because, um, my body wasn't responding like I thought it would. Right. Like you weren't dropping fat the way that you expected. Right. Mm -hmm. So Paul was like, okay, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna ramp it up a little bit. We got a show on the line. So, and I said, all right, Paul, I'm ready. Bring it on. Like, um, so yeah, I think I was right around 1600 when I first started with him. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I was like, Eating, like, 220 grams of carbs in a day. It was oh, great. Oh, God. And, and it's... time I'm down to 110. Just...
2: I'll keep... Go, she'll keep going a second. But just, as, like, so that everyone knows, 220 grams of carbs is what I was eating, like, at the height of my bulk. So, like, that's when we say that everybody's bodies are different. Amelia's out here, like, cutting on
1: 220 yeah. grams of carbs.
2: Height of my bulk. Trying to gain weight. That's what I'm eating. So, everybody's different.
1: Yeah, everyone is different. So, that's why y'all shouldn't go try my diet right, right. now. But, um... Okay, so... My protein sources are very very lean sources of protein. I was doing two protein shakes a day. I do whey protein. Mm-hmm. Um some people like, you know, like the plant-based protein. I personally hate it. My body responds better to whey, so I use whey protein. I eat a lot of chicken, a lot of ground turkey, and a lot of egg whites in a day. Now, um I actually just pulled one of my protein shakes out of my diet last or it's been a week now since I've had two protein shakes in a day. Because I was holding on to some water, which is why I think my body wasn't really dropping weight. So I now do one whey protein shake a day. Then I have one meal that's like, I weigh out 113 grams of chicken. And then for dinner, I do 113 grams of ground turkey and I make it a little taco salad out of it. (laughs) And I use up like some low carb tortilla chips, um, mix it in with some lettuce and some freaking delicious hot sauce. um, yeah, and I usually end my day, you know, I'll have a quest bar bet- between a couple meals and then um, I end it on s- like an egg white omelet. Yum. So it's pretty good. It's pretty basic and I'm very consistent. So I don't go drastically changing my diet. Like I'm not going to throw you know, like ground beef in the mix or anything, um, just because my body is responding so well to my protein options right now. And I'm not my, laughing
2: at you, but I was laughing at,
1: like, the fact that we consider adding ground beef into a diet, like, a drastic change, but it's true. It is, it is drastic. When you're, when you're yeah. cutting like this in this extreme of a condition, it's like, like... That's, like, a dramatic change. Yeah, like, your body might be like, what the F is this? Yeah, like, like I can't... Totally. Like, what is this? You yeah. know, so um, that's where... That's funny. So fourteen hundred calories a day for me, and that's probably gonna just keep going down. Um, I just checked in with Paul today, so I'm waiting to hear back on his thoughts on what he thinks. And I'm kind of hoping we stay the same, just because my body now is responding very yeah. well to this. Paul, she's hungry.
2: Yeah, Paul. Uh-huh. Yeah, if, Paul, if, keep if go easy on if me. If you're all listening, right? we know this is in the past, but like she's hungry. <laughs> so, like, yeah. what's your diet like? Babe? Um, I am coaching myself right now. <laughs> Um, just because I've worked with a couple coaches and
1: I just ultimately like, I'm a nutcase. Like Amelia, <laughs> Amelia knows I'm a little bit psycho. So, so Danny is, you know, it does hit Danny a little bit harder. Like yes. I can tell on days that I'm with her. I'll be like, Danny, how you feeling? And she's like, honestly, like, I feel like hell. Like. Yeah. But, I want to get run over by a train. How are you feeling? Right. Um, no. Yeah. I definitely like,
2: I think part of it is because I'm small, um, and not like body fat wise. I mean, like physically, I'm a smaller stature human. Like I'm four foot 11. Um, I, the, in like college, I weighed like 90 pounds. I just made a post about that the other day. Um, like I just am like small naturally. And so I think like dieting for me is hard because it's not like I have crazy amounts of body fat to lose, but I'm always kind of generally around the same like body fat levels. And so like my body is very happy there like homeostasis like it's very happy at this certain weight and whatever so i for some reason have to push very hard not the point anyway so my diet <laughs> and i also like to go off on tangents my clients find me exhausting anyways my body and diet right now is it's been a weird ride with this prep because i i took an off season not the best off season probably put on um way too much damn body fat oops um just because my calories went too high and my coach and I were not super aligned so I ended up um probably like right around like 100 and between 113 and 115 pounds so keeping in mind that like I ended my I, my last show I got off stage I was like 93 to 94 my gosh, pounds. I, I not. I'm so believe I'm I, the thing is I was not carrying a lot of muscle and I'm very 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 small naturally like How I'm, tall are you? 4'11" 4'11" yeah. yeah and I'm like a smaller framed human being too like you know what I mean like I just don't carry a ton of muscle whatever so it, midget girl it's fine midget um, girl um, my childhood name was Minnie because I'm so Small. Um, and I was also like four feet like four foot three for like like I was like eleven. So you're saying you have a little bit harder of a time putting on muscle. I have a hard time putting on muscle, I have a hard time losing body fat. My body is just like very happy where it is. Like it likes to sit around like ninety-eight pounds and like that's it. And like it's thrilled right there. So basically I gotta push really hard. Anyways, point being I had this off season. I gained that was the heaviest I'd ever been by like a good probably, I don't know, math, like 10-ish pounds. Right. So I was like, Oh my god, I have so much weight to lose. Basically i started my cut i was around like 120 protein like i want to say like 160 grams of carbs and like 50 fat so i don't know what those i honestly i only count my macros i really don't count
1: calories Calories, For i don't know i
2: just mentally knowing my calories kind of messes me up so
1: i really only focus on like my macronutrient goals which is your protein fat fat and carbs carbs for anybody that doesn't know the definition of macronutrient and if you don't know
2: Hire Amelia as your coach because uh you should know. It's good to be educated <laughs> on what you're eating. Um, as
1: I just said, I'm not the best. Right, at nutrition. nutrition. Yeah. I mean, you but, know. but like
2: making I don't know, I, I get what you're saying, like knowing specifics about like filling out and water depletion and glycogen yes. levels, like that's very different from being able to make macro adjustments for someone. Like right. so, like, anyways. But so I that was around what my food was at, was like that. And then I didn't make any progress for four weeks. Um, no. But so basically my body kind of like what you said, the first four weeks of my diet, I was not seeing big changes. So I dropped to around 120 protein, 130 carbs, and then like 40 fat. Okay, saw a little bit of progress dropped again to 120 protein, 100 carbs, 40 fat, finally, the body fat like really was started to come off. And then um, basically what I'm doing now is a little bit different and like not traditional. And I it's working for me. So I don't really care. But like, It took me a long time to get out of my own way with this diet and be like, just because other people don't diet like this doesn't mean that it's not going to work for me. So basically what I do is I go, I'll do like four low dates where basically I hit 120 grams of protein, but I try to keep my carbs and fat as low as humanly possible without feeling like I'm going to die. Right. Which sounds bad, but like, I'm just being honest. Like, So I try to keep my carbs at like 60. I try to keep my fat like 30. So my food is, like,
1: insanely low. So, like, what do you eat? Walk Um, me through one of your days. So I'll do,
2: like, in the morning I'll do, like, egg whites, like, a big thing of egg whites. And, like, I'll put some, like, maybe, like, some deli meat in there, maybe a little bit of spinach. To
1: fill it out a little bit. Right, to fill it out.
2: And then, like, for, you know, I'll have, like, a snack. I'll maybe do oatmeal and egg whites. Okay. And then I'll do, like, some, like, super, like, lean, like, 99.1 ground turkey, maybe like one or two like low carb tortillas and then a little bit of like some sort of vegetable like asparagus spinach again and then I'll do you know I don't know dinner probably egg whites oatmeal a little bit of protein powder in there mix it together it sounds gross but it's really freaking good um yeah Yeah. I I love that (laughs) it's so good um and then if I still have food left again I'll do like an egg white omelet or something with maybe like a single egg if I have fat left so again it sounds really boring but like I don't feel starving on that like but basically, my point being, I'll do four days like that, like brutal, like, like, low. Like, low, like low, low, like my food is so low. And then I'll do one or two super high days, like I'll bring my well, not, I mean, super high for me, like 120 grams of protein, you know, 170 grams of carbs and like 50 grams of fat. And the scale will shoot up and I'll feel so good. And then I'll go low again. And like, it's not I wouldn't even consider that carb cycling. It's almost like two back to back refeed days. And I've. Seen so much progress doing it like this, and I've never tried to diet like this before. But basically, I do better with extremes because that's just my personality. So I like to go extreme into like low carb, low fat, because I know there's something coming. Like I know <laughs> I know, get to look forward right, to those And I'm like I know the refeed is coming. So
1: let's let's um, let anyone that doesn't know what a oh, refeed yeah. is. So basically,
2: a refeed is you're literally. Feeding like uh, re being again—it's how it sounds, <laughs> right? Re means again, and feed is feeding, get eating. So you're you're feeding your body again, meaning that you deplete, meaning that you bring your calories and your food and your carbs and stuff fairly low for a period of time. And then so that you don't, you know, guy, you feed yourself again. You, you refeed. <laughs> so you add in food. I for love a day. You. And, you. Oh know, my like, god! My explanation is like, you, you want to die and then you don't, and then you
1: want to die and then you don't. So a refeed is, yeah, it's, it's to put more carbs back into your right. body. So Paul runs my refeeds. He'll drop my protein and he'll drop my fat just a little bit, just to give me some wiggle room to, to up my carbs. So like, I'm running low carbs all week, Monday through Friday of this mm-hmm. week. And then this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, I get two refeeds back to back. So right. I'm going to be eating, um, I think, ew, gosh, off the top of my head. I have to look, but I think I'm going to get um, 180. It's 180 grams of carbs Ooh. this weekend. Yeah. So I'm excited. Now, I don't want to do anything crazy for my refeed because then I don't want to wanna throw me off. So I'll probably just honestly just up my portion sizes a little bit. Yeah
2: um yeah that's what I want it's yeah. just I just want 3,000 grams of carbs no um uh, yeah. but, but yeah so basically that's I've never that was kind of my point too is like I used to just do like deficit deficit I would just keep my calories the same whatever and I didn't really like carb cycling because mentally it is sometimes hard it after burns that re-feed, you out. right but also yeah. after that refeed it can be hard to be like okay back on track low food but it's just been working super well for me this time and like even though, again, like it's not traditional to do it like that, like insanely low food and then two higher refeed days. Like I know most people will do like one refeed day and then like some moderate and some low and yeah. some But for me, it's like, again, I do well with extremes. So this is actually going pretty well for me. So look, we'll see how it looks. We'll see how it end- how I end up closer to show day. But like for now, it's been a very effective way to structure a cut. Right. And I think the one takeaway for me, this prep has been your diet is your diet. It's built for you. You have to find what works for you. You have to find what's effective for you. And right. that's going to change all the time. Just because last prep consistently lower calories or like one or two slightly higher calorie days, like once a month was working great for me. Right. It was not working for me this time. I needed to push hard. So this right. is what my version of pushing hard looks
1: like. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, y'all don't go to uh, y'all, y'all. Back to that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all don't go. (laughs) Don't go trying our diets out. Um, I promise you 1,400 calories will not work for you like it does for me. Like everybody's body is structured differently. So Right. um, And like some people on what I'm doing, which I would assume what I'm doing is around like 1,100 calories
2: and then like 1,400 calories. That'd be my guess. I haven't done any math um, because math is not for me. (laughs) Um, But I'm assuming it's around that. Some people would drop way too much weight on that. Some people would gain weight on that. Some people would feel like crap on that. You just don't know. So, like, to you know, don't go try our diets. Yeah. They'll definitely take, um. you know, we make some mean egg white oatmeal. So, uh, we we <laughs> encourage you to try out our egg white protein powder. Oatmeal I, I was going to say, I,
1: I want to touch on that quick, though. I've, like I said, for anyone following my Instagram page, I've been storing a lot of my mug cake. Um, oh, God, I hate those. Danny hates it, but our, um, our other friend, um, Meg, Meg, Fit Little Meg, got us yes. hooked, got me hooked on it. So, it's literally egg whites um like the liquid ones in the carton you buy that and you pour it in a little mug right you put a little scoop of protein in there you mix it up and it literally blows up in the microwave like you put it in the microwave and it blows up into a cake it's disgusting sorry i literally like Amelia talking about this i honestly feel nauseous yeah you always she always responded to my stories and she would like i just i just You do like the throw up emoji or something to to be
2: fair like my version of that is like i like like the 100 calorie packs of like better oats like oatmeal are so good if you have them near you 100 calorie packet of oatmeal three ounces of egg whites a little bit of water and half a scoop of protein powder mix it together and microwave it for like a minute on a minute off minute on until it gets like the consistency you want so good (laughs) no but i didn't finish i
1: topped Oh, this, you're still going with your I'm mug cake i still garbage. going. Oh, my so God. So I top it with, like, a banana Ugh. and some low sugar or zero sugar um, syrup. I'll maybe put some fat-free whipped cream on there. Yeah. So you know, anyways. Me, mug cakes taste like actual, like, burnt rubber. Um. So we don't love that for me. But uh, I guess if it's your thing. It is my thing. Mug cake is my thing. So you guys go follow me on Instagram, Amelia Sky Fitness, and check out my mug cake because I store it almost on a daily. And also, while you're at it, follow um, Danny. What's oh, your thanks? It's just DannyCoco1. D A N I C O C O one. D-A-N-I-C-O-C-O-1.
2: If you want to see oatmeal over and over and over again,
1: hit me up. Hit her <laughs> up. But I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap this episode up. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to uh, this episode a little bit, t- touching a little bit on what it's like being in a caloric deficit, and Danny and I going over our our, <laughs> our diets <laughs> and our lives right now. Um, but yeah, if you guys would do me a big favor, rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. It would mean the freaking world to me and Danny. Yes, it would mean a lot to me too. So um,
2: and leave a comment. Let us know if you've, you know, if you're planning on dieting for summer, if you've tried a diet before, leave us a comment. Let us know how it's going. We'd love to, you know, hear from you.
1: Yeah, exactly. So and don't forget to follow us both on Instagram. And I hope you guys all have a good day. Woohoo! Over and out. <laughs>